Confusing and broken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I I'm like doing a, a like a D and D podcast. As, I'm not a D and D campaign that's got like a ton of time travel in it. Right. And my one of your major cruxes is time travel. Yeah, it's a cornerstone. Yeah. And uh, what I'm doing is not explaining the time travel at all because there's no way that the characters would know at this point. Right. So I'm just not telling them. Until we get, until like now that we're at the very end, right. where I can just kind of choose the model of time travel that fits best with like what's been right. going on and what could happen. Like you, you know? could go like Terminator logic. You could go Back to the Future logic. You could right. You could try to do like certain logic. Yeah. You can go Edge of Tomorrow logic. Yeah. Like yeah, Groundhog's Day. You, you can do like... Groundhog's Day, which actually I'm gonna try to do a little Groundhog's Day nice. arc for them. But anyway, um, there's some movies that they tackle time travel and sometimes they take it seriously and they goof and they still fuck up right sometimes they take it seriously and it comes out actually it's pretty tight yeah sometimes they don't take it seriously and you know like bill and ted you know and they don't care right other times they don't take it seriously and they still stumble into something that is kind of tight yes you know yeah you like normally kind of like a rule of of uh of thumb is in the end, you want to kind of have the universe still be the same as when you left it. Mm. Not like you go back in time. Like if you ha- if you have a character go back in time, and then they do so like, or if they go forward in time, like now this character has all this information, but at when they go back, if they, at the end of the movie, they have to be back at kind of like at page one. Oh, right. by the way, there's a storm going on. I don't know if you could hear the yeah. thunder. If you hear the ambient thunder. Uh... It's just adding to the mood. We're gonna keep that. We're gonna keep that noise in the background. I'm like this movie that put everything in the foreground except dialogue. Yeah. So. Yeah. Today we're going over a movie that uh, just came out. Does time travel? Uh, I guess the closest comparison would be Edge of Tomorrow. That is a war movie that also utilizes time travel, yeah. but in a different way. And uh, it's an Amazon Prime movie. Stars Chris Pratt. It's called The Tomorrow War. And uh, I don't know if it's based on a book or anything. I don't think so. I'm I'm looking it up now. I I know it was written. Um, it was the first movie Chris Pratt got to be an executive producer on. Oh, interesting. It was shot in 2019. Proof. And it was going to be in the theaters last year. Sheesh. But an unforeseen thing happened. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Though I do have to say they had that pretty on point. The whole like, uh, if, if there's a global issue, they'd be to, we'd be together for like three days. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then, then they'll exactly. just start the chaos. That's true. That's true. They they nailed that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and I'll say that as far as time travel goes, Tomorrow War actually sets some rules that 
avoid a lot of plot holes. They brought up something very interesting at the beginning, mm-hmm. where, I mean, I don't, I don't know how spoiler heavy we want to be on this. Not too spoiler heavy, I yeah, guess, since it's right still, off the bat. Yeah, 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 it just came out. I mean, it's on Amazon. Uh, if you have Amazon Video, Amazon Prime, you could watch it. It's uh, it, if you order anything from Amazon, it's right there on the sticker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They're pushing it hard. But yeah, they they do have the thing where, kind of right off the right off the bat, they 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 see if you're dead in the future, like when you die. Yeah, it's and an they kind of, then it. they'll send those people off. Yeah. So yeah, 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 and that's I guess that's a concept that they revealed pretty early on. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's not, not that's not much of a, a spoiler. Not too much of a spoiler. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So the movie and uh, based off the trailer, the movie's about uh, I, so okay, there's a aliens invade in the future. Yes. And the people in the future uh, were working on time travel, mm-hmm. and so they use that technology to go back in the past to recruit more people to help them fight this war in the future. Right. One of those people are Chris Pratt, who's a former army, but yeah, now he, high school biology teacher. Yeah, he's he's he was one of the best. Right, he's the best of the best of the best, sir. Uh, supposedly, yeah. Uh, but he's a little down on his luck. But he gets called in, and he goes, and it kind of follows his adventure to try to stop this uh, fight in this war. Right, and and make it back to his wife and daughter. Mm. Um, Played by Betty Gilpin and another girl. I don't know who his daughter was, but yeah, the. But, the one of the the stronger female actresses in Glow, yes. who had one of the probably the best arcs of that entire show, crazy, uh, has been reduced to sci-fi wife. Sci-fi wife. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a uh, I guess I don't know if she does she's on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything. Her name is Caitlin O'Reilly. Uh, and I'll show you her videos. You'll love her. Right. And she uh, did one recently, maybe like a week ago. About like women in sci-fi, <laughs> and uh, like how they're written. Oh no! And it, and she's just talking about like oh like, you know I'm I'm a woman but I'm a scientist so I can't be nice to you and I only wear plain clothing because <laughs> I'm a scientist so I can't also be nice and right. a woman. And he goes like oh I became a scientist and now I'm realizing that she's talking about this movie. Oh really? Well like <laughs> yeah because it's like broad strokes right? Yeah, it's this, a trope. Movie's, this movie's about three weeks old I think. Yeah yeah. Well like female scientists are like kind of like written all the same way. Uh, in sci-fi, which is usually written by men, right? Right, but and she was like, "Oh, like I'm a scientist, but only because my father was a scientist, because it wouldn't make sense for a woman to just want to be interested in right, science. Yeah. You know, there has to be some <laughs> sort of lineage. Yeah, there has to be some like, like some sort of like male counterpoint. Yeah, so, yeah, like, exactly. Like, it has to be like, like yeah. I did the show you if a woman is like smart and capable, it has to be hinged on like a male. Somehow. Right, it has to have like a legacy aspect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like my dad um, was the best. Right marine biologist so i'm definitely the best astrophysicist right right <laughs> it's like they're different they're very different but, but i was uh, there she does she does a lot of like good stuff she was like the the girl the girlfriend that dies in the beginning of every uh, uh action oh. movie she does the uh like woman in action movies like uh just how they're written like woman in like a disaster movie it, it's good stuff um she's got good characters but I'll show you her shit after. I mean, I do have to say... It's this a big mo- plug to Caitlin O'Reilly. Yeah, I mean, I do have to say they did not uh, fridge anybody in this movie, which is nice. Yeah. They did not, like, put... Um, I know I've, I've used the term before, and I think it's been out there, but, like, uh, the girl in the fridge which is a, a comic book trope where they kill the main character's girlfriend to give him some sort of, like, motivation... Exactly. ...to stop a villain. Exactly. Instead of just, like, I should stop this villain. Right, right, yeah. right. If, if your girlfriend didn't die, 
you would have no problem with this villain right, being yeah. as evil as he is. But the fact that like your girlfriend is, I think it was a green. Personal. I think it was a Green Lantern comic that started like one of. The, uh, I think it was Kyle Rayner's girlfriend. Mm. Like she's been, she was like a thing in like three issues, and then the fourth issue, his villain then shoved her in a killer, shoved her in a fridge, and it's like, oh no! So then they realized that the only reason she was there was, was to not? give him like what an emotional she? stake to. to well, it's like Daredevil season three, where like or Deadpool two or yeah, yeah yeah. Well, I'm saying like Bullseye was straight up working for Kingpin, right. no problem murdering all those people. Only when his girlfriend got died and thrown in a fridge. I never saw Deadpool season three. No, Daredevil season three. Sorry. See, oh, you didn't? I yeah, I stopped watching it after season two. Uh, yeah, I was kind of burnt out from like Jessica Jones and Luke yeah. Cage at the I'd, time. I'd say season three is as good as season one. Dude. Oh, that's good. I think it's really good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, goes into a lot about like faith and identity, and it's like well, got some strong themes. He'll be back in Spider Man. I hope so. No, he is. Charlie Cox is. Charlie Cox is back as Matt Murdock in Spider Man. Yeah, this movie's gonna be wild. And fun. apparently, he will appear as Daredevil in the She-Hulk show. Ah, well, yeah, that is good news. Uh, but anyway, let's He's talk. The soul. He's the soul. Right yeah, now. that actually makes me feel really better <laughs> right? coming to talk about this movie. Because that means you know, that means that John Bernthal, who was possibly the best Punisher, yeah, can come back. Can as, come back. Definitely yeah. the most nuanced. And Punisher. even Mike was it Mike Coulter as, as Luke, Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. get rid of fucking uh, uh, what's his faces. Iron oh jeez, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Luke Finhart or something. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. No, that's not him. But whatever. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> well, the problem is, it's not his fault. Like, I actually uh, watched an interview with the stunt coordinator and right. uh, for uh, Iron Fist, and it's just literally like they would only give him like half a day to learn these fights, oh, and then they would shoot it very badly. Oh. Like they'd like take a fight that's supposed to be two minutes. They'd give the actors, like, three hours to learn it. Then they'd edit it down to one minute, and they shoot it at night. Oh. And no, so, and, yeah, then you, and then you'd get a fight that sucks. Yeah. And, like, you know, Yeah, that's, sucks. all right. Well, yeah, I guess because, you know, maybe they were like, ah, oh, we don't give a fuck. Like, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Or maybe they were just rushing the show out. Or, probably. They probably know. had to hit certain deadlines. Yeah. Um, anyway. Big so, old storm. Right. But, you know, what had a lot of time to marinate is the Tomorrow War. Tomorrow War. And, uh, yeah. I'd say, like I was saying before, I think the time travel in here is actually pretty tight. And they yeah. explain a lot of the plot holes and loops that you could cause with that. It's everywhere else that the movie kind of, uh, yeah, I, the logic falls apart. Yeah, the, the, the time yeah, the time travel, it, it's simple. Because it's, the, the like we said, the, the characters, like Chris Pratt apparently dies seven years in the... Seven years from the day that we meet him. Mm-hmm. So you meet him in, I think, 2022. Yeah. And then he dies in, like, whatever. But <laughs> he dies in 2029. Yeah. And this war is happening 30 in, years in the future. In 2051. Yeah. So, yeah, so they'll, they'll, like, draft you, and then they'll do, like, a medical scan. And it, it's kind of, like, a, it was kind of a tense scene. Mm-hmm. But the fact that a lot of all the other like bullshit noises were up front was aggravating me mm. and a lot throughout the whole movie like it felt like they just mixed it wrong it, yeah so not it's not so much that the scene was shot badly it's the sound was mixed really poorly and right. that dialogue was always at the bottom yeah like you would have these like huge explosions and like epic music while Chris Pratt is trying to like whisper something to his daughter yeah that, and like you can't ugh. hear it 
it's so they're, they're speaking so softly and you're like why why at this time right there's like there's things blowing up around you speak like a normal person exactly yeah exactly like there's no reason to whisper at a time like this yeah um it's sort of a thing i don't know if it's the director or the actor that that people in movies do where they lower their voice and whisper to, for emphasis and it's on the actor that's on the it's like an actor's choice it's an actor's right? choice well i mean especially in this movie because it's chris Produce, pratt is the producer, producer so there's not much the director can yeah. say to him so i mean the, the the director actually is hold on i, I just had it it is he's done um this isn't his first movie but i think this is his first uh live action movie mm -hmm. because the director god damn now the internet's knocked down <laughs> i think the, the director is chris mckay mm -hmm. who directed the lego batman movie oh that's a good movie yeah so but it's like he knows chris how Pratt's to do that too though right i think he could be he could be a voice oh no he's in the lego movie he's in like he edited the lego movie oh wow so like that's how he, that's like he knows yeah so it's yeah he directed lego batman mm -hmm. and he directed a couple, lego batman was actually i like lego batman yeah it's a good it's a good uh yeah but yeah i i think that uh yeah only one person wrote this zachary dean who wrote not a lot well it shows yeah because the thing with this movie is, you, you, it's the type of movie you could enjoy mm. if you turn your brain off, you know? Yeah, it's definitely, like, I'm surprised that Michael Bay or mm -hmm. Zack Snyder didn't make it. Yeah, 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 because it definitely tries to be that type of movie. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, I can I turn my brain off with the time travel part, because I'm like, oh, that's going to be the the, heart, the like worst part to track, so I'm just going to like not focus on it. And then I'm watching like every other decision that these people make. And I'm just with like, more scrutiny. Yeah, it's like, I guess, <laughs> or just with like the average amount of scrutiny. <laughs> it's like you, you dumb, you dumb, you dumb fucks. You don't know time travel like I know time travel. Wait a minute, this logic doesn't add yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know how to use the present tense either, yeah. much less the future. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's like rules to their time travel in that they oh, it, limitations. I should say not right. rules. There's limitations, which is good because if you kind of set the parameters, like set the box that you can work in and make it smaller, right. there's less chance for you to, you know, screw up. Yeah, there's no, like, bouncing back and forth where you'd be like, oh, well, this person died. Well, if I just hit the the re like the rewind button, I, he could come back at another time. It's more of like, no, you, if, you, if, you, if you're dead, you're, you're fucked. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I, you can only go from this year to that year. You can't go earlier. You can't go later. You can't, like, go from... Here's also a funny thing is that when they when the soldiers do lose their limbs and get sent back and they survive they get they sent back so like the whole like framing devices that they have a week mm -hmm. everybody who gets drafted has a week then they come back so when they lose their limb they come back and they still don't have that limb even though they lost it in the future they lost it in the future but i think when you leave right right like, you leave with what you have right Right. So and then, when you come back, it's seven days after that, Isn't right? That? But I'm saying like, but they lost their limbs in like 2050. Yeah, and they come back to 2022. They should still have their limbs. They should only have mental scars. No, it's no paradox. I know, but that's what, yeah, because also they're they're dead in the future, so they don't have anything to go off of. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, that's and the, that's the whole thing because you can only go like 30 years to the day. Right. That's what maintains that logic. 
That's what maintains your your limb being gone. Right. Because if you were to, if I were to leave today, go thirty years, then I come back today. Yeah, I should have my limbs. Right. But if I'm gonna go back, leave today, thirty years, and come back next week, well then. Right. Th- that makes sense that I wouldn't that I wouldn't have my limb. Right. You know. Yeah. So, see, that, that, so that that's, part, that's how they make it that's make how sense. They, yeah. And that's why you see, avoid paradox. This is also why, like the slippery slope of t- like even like the smallest thing some people would pick up like. Wait a minute! If that didn't happen, then this, and then that happens there. Right, like we were talking about um, the the reason that Chris Pratt uh, dies and can be uh, within the, those thirty years, right, and therefore can be sent to the future, because it, it it makes sense for two reasons: is that one, they're not they're technically not killing anyone by sending them. It's not unethical, right? Because those people wouldn't have been alive anyway. They, yeah, they would have had no future. Yeah. Although you could say like. One those, of the characters has like years worth it, you know, like those right. seven years that he was going to die. Like, well, he could have yeah. lived those seven years. I think the thing is, like, what we what we are gleaning to find out is that because Chris Pratt is really mad at his dad, played by Jack K. Simmons. Hell yeah, uh, Jake looking shredded, just absolutely just curling, uh, how, doing push-ups before each scene. He's like sixty something. Got and veins he's just, on days. It's amazing. Uh, you could see his arteries. That's how. That's how jacked he is. On the back of his neck. He's got yeah. He, what did I say? He had a six pack of abs. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us just have a donut shop on the back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, it, it looks like he kind of has the same thing where he has it like. J.K. has. I I really couldn't hear him what he was saying because they're all speaking so softly. But it's like J.K. was like oh. I wasn't fulfilled and I was getting mad and violent so I left so that it sounds like he had PTSD from Vietnam right and like had no way to to deal with it right and so like he, as he was becoming more uh, disturbed and, and violent he yeah. left his he and left then Chris, Chris Pratt blamed he's like you didn't leave for us you left for yourself right because you're a coward. But we find out that it, uh, Chris Pratt doesn't have PTSD he more has like he's he's down on his luck. Well, we don't know. He's a tough luck he... loser because he was applying for a job right. at a Christmas party, and that he didn't get it because he, like he doesn't have the right experience level. Um, he, you know, he works at a at a high school, which we never really got to see if it was like draining any life from like we see like you know maybe he's not fulfilled at work and then he's taking it out on his life. Like the first episode of Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. And like, and then you it just you kind of get this like exposition dump of like you just. The, the light left for your eyes and you just didn't seem happy and then you separated and divorced and you got into an accident. So it's like, did he his bad, like, did he start having bad tendencies, start just, like, his downward spiral was too much and that's what caused him to die. Right. Yeah. So my question is, though, was, is that what happened? Or? Or did he get sent to the future, right, come back seven days later, have the same PTSD his father did. Right. Right? Then his relationship fell apart, with his, his marriage fell apart, and then he left the same way his dad did, and then got into an accident and died. So was it... Do you um, think Do you think it was because... We now have to go into spoilers. That that question leads us into a spoiler thing. It kind of does. How so far, how deep in? We're we? only 19, 20 minutes in. All right, so let's give an overall thing in the movie. It's dumb fun. I think you can just I, turn it, your brain off and love it, or you can think about it and and you know not enjoy it as much. I think it was a movie that was filmed that started out as an action comedy because mm-hmm. there's a lot of comedians in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Sam Richardson yeah. played a, a 
the talkative guy, which Sam Richardson is. It's also in the Werewolves Within movie, oh. which is great, fun. Okay. It's good. It's good for good time. If anyone gets a chance to see it, it made uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in the Yeesh. U.S. box office. Wow, tough tough stuff. But it was also opening up against Fast and the Furious, so no one was going to win. Right, you're not going to win that drag race. Right. <laughs> Uh, what else? Mary, life, uh, $250,000 at a time. Yeah, Marilyn Reichka was in it. Mm. Uh, she was uh, the redneck lady. Mm. Um, the big fat guy is also a comedian. Yeah. I know he's been in uh, Parks and Rec episodes, and like he's 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 like he's always kind of around. And yeah, um, I think it, it's it was I think it may have started out to be funny and then got serious by the end. Yeah, uh, it's just that I wish I could hear what they were saying. Yeah. yeah, there's also like a, like a, thing that that's starting to become a trend in movies nowadays, where the movie like, ends ex- where where you reach the logical oh, ending yeah. of the movie, and then there's another twenty to thirty minutes of like a fourth arc. You have your climax and then your post climax. Right, where like yeah. you have your climax and the movie keeps going. Yeah, and it's like very unclear as to and that and that last arc is usually like completely separate or it's so distinct from the rest of, from the rest of the movie right that you're that you're left wondering like was this just added on did someone just think this movie needed another needed another half hour like why was this movie it just seems so like tacked, sti- on. tacked yeah. on tacked yeah. on because it and it, this movie has that yeah it has it has like classic american hero syndrome where it's like they they even go through it's like oh we know like this uh, Chris Pratt comes back. He's like, we know where they are. We know where they're going. Well, and now we're doing spoilers. And now, yeah. Uh, all right. So now we're about twenty-two minutes in. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very tough to talk about this movie without spoilers, especially with time travel. With yeah, especially because certain things can be whatever. So here we go. It is. It is now. The spoilers. The spoiler time. So if you remember this, it's a throwback. It's a throwback. Hot takes. Here we go. Okay. Um, so yeah, what you were talking about before with the Chris Pratt maybe being sent back into the future, coming back, and that that his PTSD took over, that would mean he failed. He like this is the second time being direct. Like mm-hmm. that bouncing back timeline we were talking about was like, well, did you do it again? Did right? Which is why I think my theory is probably wrong. Yeah, but it's like it would be an interesting paradox because there were some like aspects of it where because she saw and. So it seemed like the daughter kind of also figured out time travel and like, or did someone else figure out time travel and she was just trying to find a vaccine? Yeah, it was because, again, because the, the dialogue was so low, I couldn't right. quite make out like what she was uh, like going for. But does sometimes it really felt like she brought him specifically into the future. Yeah, that, right? she even said, that's why I brought you here. Right. Was it because she was in the base, or was it because yeah, exactly the circumstances that led him to her? Right. Did she like see? Oh, did anyone survive? And then she saw her dad, and he was like, "Okay, I'll bring him back." Right. Because I know that he usually, I know that he makes it back. Yeah. Or was it that, like, she brought him specifically because she was like, "I know he's gonna make it back, and he's my dad, and I can give it to like him." Like the last time he was here. Did she draft he got, him specifically? Yeah, like know. he got, like he was sent somewhere else, and that's why he got scarred. So like maybe the next time that they tried to do this, she's like, maybe if I bring him to me, I could, you know, 
cover all the bases. Uh, yeah. Was he drafted under? I guess he was kind of drafted under conspicuous terms. Like it happened really fast, but it seemed to happen fast to everyone. Yeah, I think everyone else had the same issue, but it also seemed like the people who got drafted also had family members who got drafted. Hmm. Like Sam, uh, Sam Richardson's his like his wife got drafted in the first round. Yeah, and also. <laughs> It, it like the reason why I, I said in the beginning of this movie was made before COVID because it honestly looked like it was just like uh, maybe we have like 10 people on the screen at once yeah maybe and one and maybe a lot of them have masks on except the Christmas party that except was the Christmas, biggest yeah. that was the biggest gathering of people in the whole movie like maybe that was the first to- first shot like that was December of like of December 12th they started yeah, shooting yeah. and they're like okay we'll go home for the holidays guys We'll, get, we'll see you guys after New Year's. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, all oh, this shit starts happening. It's like, we got a delay. <laughs> Crazy. But, uh, yeah, it looks... It also looks really green screeny. At, at points? Hell yeah. Yeah, it looks... At I, a lot of points. I think this movie's going to age pretty roughly. Mm-hmm. You know? I think the fourth the fourth act... I think the, <laughs> the CGI there is definitely... It already looks bad, so yeah. it's going to age poorly. I think the end of that third act when he's with uh her on the in the research on the oil rig. On the oil rig, yeah. I think that's not gonna go I think that had well. some that looked pretty cool. That that one shot looked pretty where cool. Where he was but the thing is it's like and this brings to the whole time traveling thing where she's like, Alright, you're gonna go back in time and then start and he's like, Well I don't wanna leave it's like, Bro, you're going back in time. That's the part that kept killing us. Right. When you're watching the movie. There just he just wasn't like she's so okay. So we're in spoilers, right? Yeah, spoilers. So do you want me to finds... do the bell again? I can no, do no, the bell again. No, 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 no. I'm a hundred percent certain. Please don't. Okay, okay. I won't. I will. But uh, oh, I see. Okay. I see you reaching for it. But uh, essentially, I'm also getting like texts like crazy too. Yeah, I know. Like the boys are going. The boys hard. are going nuts. Um, but yeah, it's like the you. So they find the cure. Yeah. They find the MacGuffin. To end the war, yes. right? The kill, the 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 blade, bubbly vampire. The yeah, the, the antidote, antidote yep. right? And uh, she's like, "Oh, okay, perfect. You are gonna go back in time because your wristband is set to take you back in time automatically." Right. So we give the cure to you. You go back in time. You manufacture the cure. Ipso facto, we Ipso have a facto, defense. Right, we have a defense. Um, and you know where and when the aliens are found, so take it right to him right right perfect and he goes i don't want to leave you here to die right and she's like okay and and, but like she they like it just seemed like neither of them understood that if i mean i don't know i'm not in the movie but for me logically if you go back in the past it would have been one thing i think what would have worked out well i even brought up to you when we were watching it's like it would have been one thing if he was if he had a more clear relationship with his daughter mm-hmm. and a clearer like you know i want i want to be there for you i know like at a certain time i did leave you but like when he said he got drafted then the kid actor was upset mm-hmm. it's like maybe have a, like be a little bit more you know the kid maybe might be like and i still said like maybe like age the kid up a little bit more yeah to, to kind of have a more like rebellious teenager kind of like understanding but not fully understanding what's going on knowing that it, uh, that he served prior and like mm-hmm. oh well this really like you know this was a like you left us for like three like i don't want to like say 
I don't want to disparage anybody who serves in the military, but like, yeah. like you'd love to bend, but like, you know, the whole like the idea of a kid who doesn't fully grasp the concept, like you have to go away from us to almost die to protect us when you could protect us from here, like kind of like that whole idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, it would have been great at the end because she's trying to lead him to a helipad. Mm-hmm. If she just led him to another side of the yeah side of the oil rig, you're to gonna like, teleport back no matter where you right. are. Right? She's like, I'm more focused on getting you. Like, delaying time so that you can travel, not for you to be on this helicopter for me to live. Yeah. You're like, oh, we gotta go this way. Okay. And it's like, yeah, and does neither of them understood that if he goes back in time and figures out the cure, she's not gonna die right. on that oil rig anymore. That timeline gets erased. Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna happen because he stopped, he's, the whole point is him stopping it from happening. Right. But it's he, like the apocalypse. It was so, it was so, like, yeah, it, it was weird. It made me think, like, wait, do I not understand this, either this, like, logic or this time travel well enough? Like, what am I missing? Yeah, like, it, it did feel like there was something missing, but it wasn't coming from our understanding. It was coming from their emotional reaction to what was happening. Yeah, like, there's one of the rules like, of time travel that we're not, that, like, we didn't, Either it was mixed too low when we missed it, or right. like nobody was telling us. It's like, but then they he... act when he gets back. They act as though they're following the rules that we were thinking of. Right. Right. They're like because they continue to try to stop this invasion before it ever happens. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, so then why were you so pissed about leaving her in the future when, when... you're just gonna go back? Yeah. Right. When you know that you're going back to stop it. Or like have like I said like even when I, when I was just saying like with the relationship before like have it to a point where like maybe he forgets to apologize for leaving. And it's like oh maybe. maybe this might be my one chance to apologize like I, I want guess. to like but that's also it's it's like tears in the rain like it doesn't matter anymore exactly it's like you can't tell the difference exactly <laughs> exactly it's uh, tears in the rain but uh from Blade Runner which we'll we'll probably do eventually we should do that at some point yeah. although it's not that fun to watch honestly it's not yeah. Neither of them. <laughs> I mean, if, yeah. I mean, that was one of the the art. I uh, one of the more arduous theater growing experiences I had was Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I was like, I don't envy you. Oh my god. Yeah, it's dry. It was pretty slow. Like you could watch that. It'd be a, it's a nice hour twenty minutes movie if you watch it in fast forwards. <laughs> yeah. Even then, it's still too slow. Yeah, uh, but Anna De Armas is in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But uh. Batista's in it. Batista in it with little glasses. The Gossfather. The Gossfather, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it looks great. Lots of orange and blue. Yeah. But anyway, uh, this movie, which is just lots of blue. Lots of lots uh, of grainy, soupy blues. And... Yeah. It looks like... Uh... It looks like a really shitty video game. Hmm. Like a lot of like the, like the whole... like Even the first mission where it's like, okay, soldiers, you have to get from point A to point B and go up and down. Like... Like, I think I played that video game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, but 100%. like, percent. It's like Resistance, but yeah. in the future, yeah. And uh, like, yeah. But yeah. I will say that the aliens did look very cool. They were a great design, yeah. and I, they had a cool concept where, like, they had a shield on them, mm-hmm. so they would, a lot of them would turn. Uh, uh, like I said, before, they like they're smart when they ha- had to be, yeah. but dumb all the time. Right, and like the plot armor was thick. Oh yeah, they constantly met. They had they they shot like these spiky things yeah. from two like i guess tentacles mm-hmm. and they were just like whipping them around no like clinical accuracy for like red shirts right but like they would shoot like a human shaped outline 
around yeah. Chris Pratt, like, constantly. He, his first, like, we were joking around that a lot of the first mission, there was, like, these people just dressed, like, in regular clothes. Mm-hmm. And one lady was, like, in a straight-up suit. Yeah. She, like, it looked like the the worst, like, Fortnite team ever. Right. Because <laughs> they were all just, like, little, like weird fucks. Yeah, I didn't get why, like, Sam Richards kind of brought up a good point where they were like, oh, no car, no shorts, no yeah. this, no that. And it's like, okay, but you're letting this guy go in an Argyle sweater. Like, right. Like, what, he's, what he's wearing exactly, a full-on chef outfit. Yeah, what exactly is the criteria? Also, how quickly did this happen that my man had to come right after his shift? I think that's the thing. Like, how fast yeah, is this process? Oh yeah, wait a minute, hold on. They gave him twenty four hours. Chris Pratt had time to say goodbye to his family and go visit his dad, who lives in the outskirts of town, right off the grid, right. And he still had enough time to come back while fucking Chef Boyardee is just like, oh, the boss wouldn't give me more than six hours. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> also, more, it's if you more get drafted a... to do this, quit your goddamn job. Yeah, like it don't matter no more. Yeah, it's like oh man. He had the fucking hat and everything. Yeah. You saw, like, dough in his hands. Like, <laughs> oh, no, the souffle. It's still in the oven. Yeah, he had, like, flour on his face. I was trying to make some beef wellington. I've got, I've got, I've got something in the oven. i got to be back in Gordon Ramsay's coming to check my kitchen. <laughs> you only got a week. Oh, no, all right, a week. <laughs> then also it brings up, another, like, another funny thing. Like, this is kind of a weird movie. This is such a weird movie. Because it's, it, it, a lot of it is just, like, all right, whatever happens, happens. But they all come back in a designated area, a hundred percent concrete, and they and I don't think one person did not land on their face. Yeah, everyone landed. All right, drop down. And you got people that are coming back injured and stuff. Right. You have like Chris Pratt coming back with the key to humanity. Like y'all couldn't put a mat out. I sent a trampoline. <laughs> Just yeah. <have> bounce. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> like or like one of those like bouncy houses. Right. Yeah. Have like make them wear this jacket, right? That when they come back in time, two flaps drop off and they hit the trampoline and they go and it's like Velcro and they're like stuck yeah. to a wall. Yeah, there you go. That would have made it easy. It would have been so funny. <laughs> but yeah, this is a weird movie. Is it weird? Like it's not great, but is it weird? Um, I feel like it's like too normal of a movie. I do because I, I feel like the weird parts are the parts that I liked. Right. Like, I like the idea of, like, going into the future to prevent a war in the past. Like, I like, uh, like, that concept is, you know, just the idea of it is messy, but I like where it could go. You know, and I like him trying to undo this future that is right. very similar to his past. That we're, you know, it's just trying to kind of stop his, stop history from repeating itself in more than one ways. No, in yeah. In, like, an existential way, in, like, a personal way. I feel that. Um, and I, and I, Chris Pratt is gonna Chris Pratt he's gonna be likable right. he's gonna be like a strong male lead and he's gonna take his shirt off he's contractually obligated he's contractually obligated it made no sense but whatever right like did everyone have to do that I don't know you know you couldn't have just rolled it up <laughs> you just rolled up the sleeve that's all you needed sleeve. yeah he's like he's like alright take your shirt off oh okay why and they sat him down they, they buckled him in it's like alright but if there's something Buckles have cloth on it. Yeah. It's still like that's the problem, but it was all for his arm, right? And he, he took it like a tough guy. He didn't take no, he didn't no use bit. The, yeah, he didn't use the mouthpiece. It would have been great if he came home with like half a tongue or like his his teeth, teeth cracked, chipped. Yeah, like yeah. you see, like the blood kind of. I made such a such a point about like you really should like this thing, right. and it didn't matter, right? But uh, it's like in Starship Troopers where uh, 
uh, Johnny Rico gets whipped. Have you seen yeah. it? Oh, I oh, love yeah. Starship Troopers. Yeah. We should do Starship we, Troopers. We should do Starship Troopers. Hell yeah. That's a fucking good movie. Yeah. Because it's it's so like... It's peak 90s, it's first peak, of all. First off, it's peak 90s. It's about fascism. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and it got slammed when it came out. Really? People Everyone thought it, it was... They're like, oh my god, this is such fascist propaganda. Wow. Like, how could, how could they allow this to happen? Like 21 Paul Verhoeven, the, Robo, the guy who directed RoboCop... Is trying to do something it's like you realize RoboCop's a parody, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no I mean, one so is Starship Troopers. Though. Exactly, no, Starship Troopers is a parody yeah. of, of action movies, and I I forgot who said it, but they're like, they the reason why it could have been Paul Verhoeven himself, whereas like the the reason why they're fighting bugs and not another society is because the only thing good fashion fascism is for is good for killing bugs. Mm. It's not good for anything else. Cool. So, yeah, but like. Like I was saying, like Johnny Rico had like a mouth bit when he was getting whipped, yeah. and he spit the whip yeah, and he yeah, spit yeah. it out, and it's like, yeah, yeah, my yeah. back muscles will protect me. That's exactly what this was. <laughs> but it was more of just like him asking for more time, right? Yeah, and him trying to get more information for the audience, right? Yeah. Um, although I did like the, I guess the tensity of that scene. What did you think of all the exposition dumps? There were a few. There were a lot, but they were, were done like. A lot. <laughs> yeah. We're in the future. Well, it's. A, I guess it's the kind of thing where I would have to compare it to, like I said, like the movie that kind of parallels it most closely, which is Edge of Tomorrow. Right. And I think about all the ways that there definitely were big exposition dumps in that movie, too. Like when he's talking to that scientist. Right. But I, I think in Edge of Tomorrow, a lot of it is like watching him figure it out. Like, what's going on? And in here... That, you walk into a room and they tell you what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Even like the character motivations, like yeah, like Chris Pratt, like even like his daughter. Yeah, like, Chris Pratt walks in like, even at the the Christmas party, it's like, oh, you know, you work so hard to do this. You're so nice, blah blah blah. You're the best guy, Chris Pratt. And then like down in the line when his his daughter's looking for the the antidote or whatever, and he walks out, and then one of her fucking. Uh, other soldiers like she never quits you know yeah she's like, always focused 100% on the time ugh. it's like we get it we I mean, just saw it that, those are your only lines in the movie I think the best thing was when they're like alright so this is the queen all these other male things will, will die it's like fucking simps yeah. just out there <laughs> just out there fucking being simps all day <laughs> standing there queen just standing there queen she does nothing also, she, she's out there lip syncing on TikTok and you think it's fucking great acting. No, yeah. <laughs> the queen's just a big old basic bitch. Uh, my thing is, they have the queen locked up, right? Right. They get the antidote. The queen, I guess, realizes they have the antidote. She's a, she's hundred percent on board for what and starts doing. going nuts, right? Mm-hmm. So Chris Brass like they, then they realize like millions of like the males aliens they're all coming aliens in. are coming to kill them right right and so chris pratt has the great idea of like yo let's kill this fucking queen right and they'd be lost right let's kill their leader and the daughter's like no we need more of that talk to- we need more of the toxin i thought you said no we don't have time is that uh, it's a bullet to the head it's a fucking just stab it with the thing yeah oh Oh, he was suggesting they use the toxin to yeah, do it? Yeah, she's I think that's what it was. She, we don't have time to produce more. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense then. Yeah. So like But still bu- also like grenade. Kaboom. I, I, my take is that like I think the bu- like I think that she's maybe like a little impervious to the ways that you kill the males. 
Well, it did take a lot to knock her out. So right. she got her eye, both eyes gouged out, uh, her arms burned off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she took a little bit more damage than most. This is not Chris Pratt's daughter. This is the Queen Alien. Um, <laughs> but I, th- you know, this is a kind of a weird movie because I think I did enjoy it. Yeah. But I feel like it could have been better if a you could hear what they were saying. Yeah. And b it was maybe. Um, yeah, I feel bad. We liked it, but we're just been we're shitting just, on yeah, it. Yeah, because I hour. like I mean, a lot of it. It's it's sloppy in its execution. Mm. But it's math. It's perfect. It it uh. It's like me doing long division. It's like, it gets this the right answer, but it doesn't yeah. show the work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know what? Like, look, this is what's gonna like. It's like, do you really want to see the work? Mm-hmm. It's not gonna make any sense to you. But do you want to see it? It's like, eh. It's like it scored really high in the math section of the SAT, but not the English or writing right. section. It's like I I could have gotten by, with, okay, uh, the time traveling thing. Mm-hmm. And if someone says, well, why don't you just time travel to do that? It's like, that's not how it works. And before they could go anything, and they just move them along. Yeah. It's like, because that's not important to the Well, story. I actually, I appreciate how much they tried to clarify. Right. And I, and I, but I agree with you, though. You don't have to clarify everything. Yeah. Right? You just need enough for that the audience is like, all right, time travel. Once they, and that's it. Yeah. Once they said, like, you're dead in the future. Like, you're dead in five years. Or you're yeah. dead in seven years. Uh, And then once they go, like... And once they say, like, all right, well, you're going to be time traveling. And it's like, oh, okay. So that's like, they. by the way, Chris Pratt and Sam Richardson had good, very good chemistry. Good chemistry. I would have loved to see more of it. Mm. I would love to see, I kind of wanted to see. I agree. I would have loved to see a boot camp thing. I would like to see more Red Shirt, too. Oh, yeah, Red Shirt. Red Shirt was kind of cool, even yeah. though he had his, you know, him and his no-line commandos. Yeah. Um, who are just just waiting to die. Yeah, they were, they were literally Red Shirts. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like. I would have loved to see like a, a process of them learning, like because it's like okay, well you need to learn how to turn your your magazine clip here, and then they shoot them off to war. Well, they did say that they had to send them early, right? Because their research facility was attacked. I know, but it, like it still would have like, but they it also took a twelve month jump mm-hmm. from the first time to them getting sent off. And uh, yeah, like you could have drafted him early, had been like okay, well you're going to be sent off. Right, I'm surprised you only give someone seven days right. when they go. Like you could probably because like, it's it's everybody in the world getting sent. Mm-hmm. It's like every country. It's not just America, even though that flag said America first, China second. Well, you know, Korea. America first. Yeah. Um, another thing that's interesting is that we do see that all the countries of the world were able to come together for this threat, <laughs> but then when he comes back, everyone's still like right. He comes back and he has the antidote to stop the war, and they're like. Oh, it's impossible for the countries of the world to cooperate. It's like, I th- y'all, yeah, y- y'all figured it out in the future. Uh, do you think that they figured it out because they just got whittled down to be like, okay, well, there's only like going nine added, of us left, so we might as well. Yeah, we might be able to get there faster on ourselves, but we get there safer on our what is the what's the old saying? Like you get somewhere faster on your own, but you could get there something with people. Yeah. 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 Um. Oregon Trail, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like it, it like because you do find out there's like five hundred thousand people left in the on the earth, um, and also like and it's funny because there was never like any innovation to be like oh well they can't fly so let's just build like helicarters mm-hmm. like from Marvel like just, 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 that, there was like no innovation at all yeah they had like a fucking they had, they were driving around like Humvees which had been the same thing since the eighties yeah they went thirty years in the future and 
the, every all the military tech looked exactly the same. Yeah. Like why aren't why aren't there drones? Why aren't like, they should, laser guns? Yeah. Like well, what, once you capture well, one, if you knew the, if you knew the physiology of one thing, if you probably mm-hmm. caught a couple of male things, like like okay, well they're obviously their skin does this. Well, what pierces that? Right. So I'll make bullet like. You know, I know I'm now on a fucking checklist because I looked up combustible elements in D and D, but I'm just <laughs> gonna kind of further that along. I mean, you make armor-piercing bullets. Why can't you make like, okay, well, this pierces this. Mm-hmm. Like you got, you know, you got. So make like fucking handgun rounds that like just blow like blow through a wall or some yeah. shit. Melt down their shell or something. Yeah, I don't know. Fire seemed to work. Yeah, yeah. Still through with flamethrowers. Yeah. Napalm. Just. <laughs> A scorch and burn. Yep. Uh, I but the problem is they did that, and then the female produced more. Right. Mm. Yeah. It would have been. Uh, yeah. We also but did... still, it would be if it was easier to kill them. You know, you you definitely have a better time staying alive. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So we're about like forty-five minutes in. Yeah, I'd say that's. It's about all right. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, look, it is a fun movie. Mm-hmm. That. Just yeah, the the mix. I I, I want to hear that dialogue. Yeah, if you, if you stayed forty five minutes of us talking shit about this movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, it is decent. It is pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of fun. I think between this and Fast and the Fury, the F- Fast Nine, I think I had a little bit more fun with this than Fast Nine. Really? Because you seem to like Fast Nine. I did like Fast Nine, yeah. but it was more of that like whole like roll my eye and laugh mm-hmm. at it. Well, mm-hmm. this was just like okay. I think they're getting at something here. Yeah, yeah. It's like this could be this could be something, and then it's just like, well, no, it, that that whole like, you're going back in time, mm-hmm. like realize that you're going back yeah, in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that was one of the big. Like, For me, that, that was the first like real like. Right, and that was like a good hour and a half into the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. So most of it was pretty fun up until that last part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think. Uh... Definitely watch this movie with subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> and that, definitely. And you'll probably enjoy it more than we did. Yeah. Um, so uh, what do you want to give it a grade on? I want to I say a six on the movie scale. Okay. Um, on the enjoyment, I'll say like a seven. Enjoyment is a seven? I, yeah. I think, I think I agree with you on that. Yeah? I think, if anything, I think at the highest, it was going to be a six. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But like, if they're enjoying, if they're enjoying it a little bit more. We gotta get that. Uh, we gotta make that a shirt now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. It didn't have to be a six because right. Edge of Tomorrow wasn't. Edge of Tomorrow was Ed, better than a six. Edge of Tomorrow was, a, it, but also because it, it it took advantage of the world it was in. It never yeah. like stopped to be like, well, I can't do this without. You. It's like, it's like you can't stop. You have to keep going. Mm-hmm. And if you do stop, there will be a consequence. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he, I, even Emily Blunt said in the movies, like, if you get stopped and you don't die. They will take it away from you, yeah. and you'll be fu- and we'll all be fucked. Yeah. So you have to keep on going. And then when they got stopped, and they did do a blood it, trench, it was a like, big deal. That's it. It's yeah. over. Like you have to then go forward. Yeah. This movie, you were going to a point of it coming back. It was the opposite. Right. Yeah. Well, you knew like all you all you have to do is stay alive, and you're gonna be okay. Right. Like if it like if the action scene happened during the whole bonding thing, not like the, the Chris Pratt and his daughter, but like who also has. A, is a very good actress herself. Yeah. Uh, she is, and I appreciate that they went with that dynamic instead of. Yeah. Uh, it was like refreshing. Yvonne Stravinsky. Stravinsky. Yes. It was almost refreshing to have like uh, the the male lead and the female lead not be romantic. Yeah. To have them be father daughter instead, I thought that was like I thought that was an interesting dynamic because it didn't undercut her. 
I mean, they, uh, yeah. It did in a different way, but also, like, it was just like... It's like, oh, hey, Chris Pratt's here, hubba, hubba, hubba. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's got six-packs for America. It was a little <laughs> less, like, self-serving to the main lead. Right. You know? Like, yeah, because Tom Cruise kissed Emily Blunt in Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. Yeah. Like, why? You, this wasn't your relationship beforehand. Exactly. Yeah, you didn't have a risk of that. Also, yeah. Well, I get him, like, again, going full Bill Murray and falling in love with her over the... Over time. Over time. But she never, she never like, showed any, like... It was unrequited love. Well, it, yeah, Groundhog's Day was different, where it's, like, he kind of... He kind of manipulated her points. Oh, 100%. 100% yeah. Not kind of. <laughs> kind of. He did. He, yeah, he knew exactly what she would do right. and then played off of that. Yep. It's actually quite disturbing. It is very disturbing. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Uh, all right. So he really yeah, didn't learn a thing. He didn't. He mm-hmm. just survived. Mm-hmm. So he gotta do is just survive. It's you know what? It's like uh, check out Palm Springs, mm-hmm. where that's over because they're both doing the loop. Mm-hmm. So over time, they both learn how to fall in love with each other. Okay. So. But then she figures it out. That's better. It's on even ground. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yes. As always, guys. I think uh, you know. I, I, I'm gonna say I think that's the shoot. Bang bang. You know. Uh, so as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod, on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast, Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to, if you think I should make interjoyment shirts, <laughs> go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast with a D. With a D. Uh, let us know. All right. And until then, until the next one. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be on. on You're a gonna go vacay. away. You're gonna yeah. go on the old vacation. That's right. It's nice. That's I'm happy for you. You deserve it. Oh, thanks, man. You, 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 no, I mean, I'm serious. You've been, you've been working like crazy. So I think a pla- uh, you're going down to a place that's very hot and humid with your family. Sheesh. In a place that's full of people. Uh, it's exactly what you need right now. Yeah, but Buzz Lightyear's going to be there. So. Buzz Lightyear will be there. So, you know, I can't complain. Are you going to go to Universal too, or just Disney? I don't think we're going to Universal this time. Yeah. Okay, you staying on Disney, or are you... No, nope, we're doing an Airbnb, like, nice. outside of Disney. Yeah. All right, you want to... Uh... You want to tell all the people where you're going to be staying? Uh, yeah, 100%. And where I live now, so you is... can uh, rob me. It is... 